we want to welcome everyone back to BNB Presents the Black Media Podcast. And tonight we're talking about male celebrities and their relationships. But before we get into that, to my right, who I got? Hey, what's up, y'all? This is your girl, Nada. Thanks for tuning in. And to my right, who we got? It's Betty, 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 y'all. What up, though? Hey, we in March, y'all? I know. Time is they- flying, right? Was uh, three months until the new year? We gonna count this three months? Three months. Three months in. Uh, yeah. Do this thing. And tonight we want to discuss just you know, like I said, black male celebrities in the media and their relationships, and the one who everyone keeps complaining about but keeps putting on their news cycles because it has been a slow news cycle is your boy Kanye West and his his behavior towards Kim Kardashian. And I just want to know, on your personal opinion, is it sexy, is it romantic, or is this all red flags for your boy Kanye? Nah, you think that? It's me. It's my turn. I really just think that uh, he is overstepping a bunch of boundaries. But then I think, like, it can't be, I don't think it's romantic. I think it's creepy. Mm -hmm. And then I think that Kim kind of buys into it. And at the same time, he's like making all of these elaborate gestures, but then he's still dating that one girl, ain't he? The one that kind of looked like her? Yeah, whatever her name is. I don't know her name. Maybe she, maybe she was black. I probably would not No, he he is no, but... he, he had the one lady with the last name Fox, but then he has another one that kind of favors Kim a little bit. But I don't find it flattering at all. It's borderline creepy. And uh, I think he's too old for that. Like, they definitely need individual and uh, couples counseling at this point. Not Agreed. I, I think um, they both, well, him more specifically, need to, to work on himself before he can call himself loving someone else. Because he has some issues that are deeply embedded into his spirit that needs adjustment first before he can call himself being a better half of somebody else. I I would say that if these was two regular money earning ass people, uh, he would have been had a restraining order out against him. Let's be real clear about that. Would none have been sexy, cute. If she had brothers or men in her life, they've been would have went over to his house and had that conversation with him. Uh, but I just think because of the money in this relationship and the gestures that he's doing, I think people are not taking it as serious. And these are all red flags. And I'm surprised ain't nobody in his camp like, bruh, you might want to just calm down because you just can't show up at people's houses. You can't just be sending people shit. You just can't be putting people on social media blasts. Uh, I, I just think that I think we kind of discussed it last time no matter how little or how much money you make, when it becomes a, a broken relationship, all your what, all your emotions are so involved in the situation that you're not making logical decisions, whether you, like I said, 24, 44, or 44 million. It's, it's all the same behavior. Uh, and it's kind of was what I think it happened when, is it when Offset had jumped on stage with Cardi yeah, B and tried yeah, to apologize? Yeah, I was going to say that. I was going to bring yeah. that up. That was that was a uh, definitely uh, overstepping boundaries there. Also, like that. Oh my god! Could you imagine trying to get over somebody <laughs> or trying to work through a breakup and this nigga keep popping the fuck up? <laughs> like nigga, bye. Like give me room. Give me fifty feet. 
I don't know. And then he I, bought a house directly. Did he buy a house directly across well, the street? Well, Kanye, yeah, Kanye did. Yeah, he bought a house right across the street. What the fuck? Uh, I don't know if any of our listeners watch the show Sisters, but Kanye definitely out here on his Gary flow. <laughs> he, is, he is real controlling, and, you know, with that whole creepy, you know, just a, being over the top type yeah, activity he got going on. Sisters is Tyler Perry didn't, didn't flip that shit so unrealistically. <laughs> I don't know what kind of coochie you got making me buy, you know, $3 million penthouse and a Rolls Royce and, a, and a Bentley. Oh, was it a Bentley? I thought it was a Ro- whatever it was, honey, whatever it is. Uh, no, just now. So do you? Anybody uh, doing that? So do you think that Hollywood glamorizes certain? Not not necessarily what they're doing, but far as uh, like we look at what Offset did by showing up at her job and what Kanye's doing by sending a truck full of roses. Do you think Hollywood had already set that predetermination of what's romantic and what's not? Because some people are like, oh, he's just trying to get his girl back. Well, other people are like, uh, no, nigga, this is creepy. You need to stop. I would say if this was before we had all this self-knowledge about everything, I would say 15, 20 years ago, I think people may be on the side of Kanye, like, oh, he's just trying to win his girl back. He didn't bought us some flowers. He didn't bought a house across the street. He's trying to show that he's a good man. But now it's just like, eh, it's kind of creepy. Do you think that the times have changed and we've come more woken to some of these processes? I, I think it's dangerous. Um, I lost a friend mm-hmm. many years ago to a situation where she had broke up with someone trying to move on, um, trying to start a new life for herself. And this person ultimately stalked her to the point that she had a restraining order out on him. And then he killed her. Oh, wow. Um, It was one of those, if I can't have you, nobody can have you type situations. And I just think that you have to be um, mindful. Like you can't play games with people like that. Like it's not cute. Cause you give them a, a mixed signal or something, some kind of hope. It's like they kind of psychotic, and it's not it's not funny. And he needs to get the fuck out. Uh, do you think somebody in his camp should be pulling his coattail? Like, bro, this ain't you're doing way too much. I think she needs to probably file something legally against him, and then you know, I know in the state of Michigan, it's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. to get a restraining order on a significant other or it has to be like a lot of proof me and Sean but mm-hmm. I don't know what the rules are in California, California. but I, I'm thinking it's enough um, you know publicity around it that should be able to help her get some kind of restraining order against him at least give her time to breathe and think about what you're doing what she wants to do do you think she got a whole oh. man and she's still dating that one dude I think her, they say her and Pete Davis may be together, but do you think that because she's not taking those steps and she's not verbally saying, stop contacting me, stop, you know, reaching out well, to we me? We don't know if she's saying yeah. that or not. She's not saying it publicly. So. Publicly, right. Yeah. It's probably giving them false hope. And that's what I'm saying. When you get these crazy false hope, you know, anything is liable to happen. It's not even- but how does that work as far as the kids? Like, what if she does that? Can he be in contact with his kids still? Because it could be a situation where he's just a great father. He's just a crazy ass mate. Right. One thing that I've learned um, is that I typically don't want my kids around somebody crazy. Like if you if if you scare me, 
um, I don't necessarily think it's safe for my kids to go with you. And that and that's another part that I, I don't understand about their situation. Like, oh, you stalking me, but come on to the party or, you know, like, no. Like, why y'all let him come to the party? Was, Do you it, think, that, was uh, that Travis Scott? That gave him the address? Yeah. But supposedly gave him the address, whatever. Do you do you all think because people are not pro Kim Kardashian fans that they gonna side with Kanye in this situation? What are we fanning over Kim Kardashian for again? Uh, just being Kim Kardashian, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like I don't because <laughs> because people keep saying they don't like her, but but they keep going to like that whole Colin Kaepernick thing when you have to buy the jersey to burn it. So people keep saying they don't like her, but they keep watching the which is adding to the, <laughs> the the views and the and the comments and an engagement, which is causing her stock to go up higher. And I know sometimes if people don't deem a certain celebrity beneficial, whatever they say, they just automatically get dismissed. Like we had an issue with Tisha Campbell. She's not as popular as other people. They was like, oh, she just cloud chasing. She's just lying. Like, oh, when she said she almost got kidnapped? <laughs> yeah. Because who yeah. makes up that story? So that's what I'm saying. Do we, do we allow our own personal perception of people we don't know intimately to, to foster that. Cause like when you, cause a lot of people say, Oh, this whole Kanye West situation is crazy. But when you watch the documentary genius, you kind of get a different perspective. Like, Oh, well maybe, you know, <laughs> maybe he ain't as crazy as they paint him out to be. Have you all watched uh genius? Yes. I, I haven't. I love it. It's a great documentary. Do you think um, it gives, Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I said, do you think it gives an insight of Kanye West that kind of explains why he is the way he is now? Mm -hmm. He's very determined. Like, he's a very determined person. Once he makes his mind up about something, he is not going to take no for an answer. So he's going to be very persistent in reaching that goal. So the way that he was just like a producer at one point, and um I would just say like part of his personality is just that he's very, very conceited. He's a very confident person. So when he, you know, in the documentaries they show where he was just, where a lot of rappers or record companies just kind of blew him off and treated him as just like a producer, but he was trying to get more into the light of being a rapper. So right. he will walk into the room with like these high profile artists and stuff as if he's been in there on their level for years and it's like no you're the producer like know your role so I think he got he kept getting brushed off but it never really um like deterred him from reaching his goal of being a right. rapper he, he, he like 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 I said he's a very persistent person um almost to a fault because look at all the negativity that's coming behind his determination being persistent, yeah right with his with his you know um I think well, they're still married with his with his current wife. Almost yeah, there. I don't know what the they had separated. The, the, yeah, right. But in the in the divorce procedure process, I, I don't. So it, it gives you. Go ahead, Nada. Go ahead. I was gonna say it just. I was just gonna say it gives you a different perspective of him hmm. to see why he does things the way that he does, but at the same time, he doesn't know when to turn it off. Like, okay, yay, you're doing too much. Like, right. Chill. I think it's a difference between being goal driven in your career path or career choice and being blatantly um, being having a blatant disregard for other people um, in real life or other people's feelings or other people's time or other people's boundaries. Those are two different things. Like mm -hmm. you can definitely be goal oriented and want to be the goal, want to be the greatest. I, you know, we've seen a lot of people achieve that. I know that 
his confidence and his mom um, spoke into him a lot that, you know, helped him to push to be great. But which I think is all amazing. However, as a grown ass man, you have to understand that there are time and place for everything. And some of the stuff you're doing don't got shit to do with you being a super producer or a superstar or, you know, selling a whole bunch of clothes or shoes or whatever. Like these, these two things are separate. Like Absolutely. a job That's is separate from your real life. It, I don't think being an artist or being the greatest at your profession um is your should be your identity and maybe that's the problem maybe that is his identity and he carries that over as a super ego you know that's mm-hmm. I, I, I agree with you that's that's what i'm saying like that's just part of his personality to the point where he comes off as being very conceited and like overly confident and he doesn't know when to to really turn it off professionally or in relationships just period like that's just that's just who he is um I just wish them the best I hope that he gets the help that he needs and uh I hope them kids don't be all crazy and messed up over whatever they got going on that that does bring up a point is I thought mental illness well I I could be wrong before anybody jumped down our throat is it say it again it's a gene yeah and 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 that's what I would say I don't know how to if it skips a generation you know I don't this is like old negro folklore <laughs> we self-diagnose the shit like oh i think it skips a generation but i would just be curious about who who where did it come from with it to be his parents or his grandparents i think yay is like gold in the dirt you kind of got to sift through a lot of shit to get those nuggets because mm. <laughs> sometimes you be like, oh, that makes sense then you have to like, oh, take, pull it back and i appreciate his confidence in those situations because the music industry or the entertainment if you don't have a belief in yourself, you let them other people give you a belief. They will big head your ass up to a certain degree with, at a level that you can't compete at. And he already knew he was a great producer. He just had to get that opportunity as being a great rapper. I think when it comes to this whole relationship with Kim, it's just an unhealthy breakup. And I think everybody needs to learn how to break up in a healthy like manner. We just getting to see his displayed on TV. Like I said, it don't matter if you're a hundred millionaire or you got $45 nobody's taking a breakup well and i just think because he has his money the acts that he's doing is coming across as being uh thoughtful with the flowers and the cars and the buying the houses next across the street but on the everyday level like bro you would be pp what's that you have a protective order against your ass and a, and a restraining order against your ass but well it could be you know we see celebrities breaking up and they doing it differently so we got Kanye and Kim who can't let go of one another and then we have Megan Good and what's her husband Devon Devon yeah yeah um and we see them break up amicably and try to you know have a unified response Fine. to their separation and so that's different so when we see that then people attack that as being fake or whatever but right. I just feel like everything does not need to be played out on social media and on tv um but I think that that feeds into who they are and their personas and you know what they got going on as people one thing one thing i want to say though what i do find a little weird if you're trying to get somebody back why are you going to try to go why are you out here dating this this lookalike (laughs) that's like yeah 
So, you know, you, people that's on, that's rooting for you, that's on your team, they're kind of like, whoa, where did this come from? Now, what were we supposed to do with this? <laughs> but isn't that just traditional bad breakup behavior? You break up with somebody, then you get somebody else. I ain't never seen nobody look not like a, somebody. <laughs> but not the look alike, though. <laughs> like, he, you may have a type. Let's say, yeah, like, well, you, yeah. you've dated light-skinned women all your life. You've dated dark-skinned women. So you break up, you get another dark-skinned woman. But it don't look damn near <laughs> identical right. to the one you just left exactly yeah so speaking of breakups and 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 celebrities uh, we're gonna take a brief break we're gonna discuss uh somebody try to take one of our fucks that we didn't want to give so <laughs> so sit tight and we'll be right back and we're back so before we went to the break we were discussing mr west and uh his behavior and his breakup and i alluded before we had the break that we're going to discuss somebody who tried to take one of our fucks that we didn't want to give, but apparently Delicious and her boo, uh, Raymond Santana, are separating that she posted online that he's a narcissist, and she said she's about to tell it all like she was one of the women in the R. Kelly video. <laughs> I just want to know, what are you all thoughts on this? Do we not care about this couple? Is she delusional? <laughs> Let's keep this brief. Um, because... <laughs> about as brief as this relationship <laughs> yeah um you know it might be one of those situations just like uh the love and marriage huntsville where old uh -huh. girl try to come out and tell her story but right. in the end she made herself look dumb it might we might be falling to the same scenario with miss delicious here and mr santana because you know everybody kind of has their perception of delicious anyway right. so like you you knew who this man was what kind of trauma he's been through um i'm sure there were some red flags but now all of a sudden you want to come out and say he's a narcissistic person and um you coming out to tell your tell your side of the story <laughs> like girl you you kind of signed up for it betty what's your thoughts on delicious and mr santana i just want to say that um we met delicious in what 2005 or 2006 when she was uh, fucking with Flavor Flav. <laughs> I've never really um, followed Delicious a lot because to me, it seems as though her claim to fame is her putting that camera down and walking off showing her butt, which absolutely does nothing for me. But apparently thousands of people seem to flock and follow her booty shaking walk off. Um, I think this is what her third or second marriage or whatever. Um, we watched them on Nada. What's the show? Y'all, what's the show we watch? Uh, uh marriage boot camp well, or was it the couples retreat or whatever? What they was on? It was the couples. They, they did do the couples retreat with uh, AJ Johnson and uh, yeah, with uh, Rashida and Kirk and all of them. Yeah, I you know we got to see. I he didn't seem like a narcissist to me. Right. No. Uh, I think that people use that word loosely. I think anytime somebody don't do what the fuck it is you want them to do, they're a narcissist. Yeah. Or if you don't necessarily, uh, y'all don't get along, all of a sudden it's uh, narcissism. Like, I think that we just throw that word out a lot, lot and not really know how it's supposed on. to be used. Right. Go ahead. Off of, off of that statement, Betty, wasn't it on one of the episodes? Did she talk about how she wanted him to be like more the man? Yeah, to yes, be more yeah. of a, yeah. So yeah. now that he's stepping up, yeah, now that he's trying to step up, now you gotta say that he's a narcissist. 
what what i just think that we get aggressiveness confused with alpha male behavior and that's not what alpha male behavior is why don't you school us real quick and let us know what's alpha, alpha male, male behavior Alpha male behavior is when you're very knowledgeable <laughs> and determined in your actions. That doesn't impede upon nobody else's actions. If that makes any, if that kind of makes any sense. So I don't necessarily have to fight another man to prove dominance because my presence alone would automatically establish that. Oh, okay. Well, well talk your shit then. <laughs> it's the truth. Is if you if you were just to sit back in a social situation, let's say let's just take church for an example. I'm pretty sure whatever church people go to, there's always somebody who's physically bigger than the pastor, right or wrong, whether it be by height, weight, whatever. But somehow all that energy yields to the pastor because he's the alpha in that particular scenario that doesn't necessarily have to impede upon being uh, what they consider to be toxic masculinity. So he doesn't have to come into the, the church saying, I'm the pastor, do what I say, because your presence is felt. So alpha male behavior is, is, is the presence that you exude without having to verbally say it. So when you hear people keep talking, I'm the boss, I'm the boss, you don't have, you, you're not, that's not your energy. <laughs> that's not, huh. that's not, so I just think when he comes to the situation, he's an alpha male, but he's not the type that's going to be like, beat, beat upon his chest. And she's used to, maybe she's used to people who are more showy and flashy. And that's not the type of man that he is. You could just, you know, he's not, you know, he he's not because I think she made a date of Drake for a while. He's not the Drake. She's not her. He's not her ex boyfriend or ex husband from Michigan who was more of maybe a flashy type of person. He's very low key, and that doesn't necessarily make not make him an alpha male. It just makes he's just in his own particular lane. And I just think that she's uh, maybe kind of get a lot. Of, I can't say she, but a lot of people kind of get that get that mixed up. But if you just sit, sit back and watch me in the social situations. And you can just see who gravitates to control the conversation. And that, at that point, that precarious person becomes alpha male, whether you in church, prison, basketball, football, whatever. Just watch. <laughs> Next time you out, look at a restaurant and you, or you at a club, you just see, you can kind of see how that, that kind of exhibits itself. So I just don't think she's used to a man who's low key in his, in his movements. And I don't know the ins and outs of their relationship. Maybe she's going to kind of, spill it but she's asking for something that i don't think he may have been doing from the beginning according to that that couple show that they were on i don't think he came out the gate doing all these things and then kind of fell back i don't think that was just in his personality from the beginning so we shall we shall see he was saying like also that he wasn't like um y'all just let me know if i'm wrong because i watch a lot of tv Mm -hmm. but wasn't she also saying that he wasn't like very sexual right she wanted him to like um, be pressed up on her, and he don't really be. Ain't that right. what she was saying? So, ain't no telling what the real story is. You know, I just feel like it's just unfortunate. I hope that it is my hope that um, my man don't have to come out no extra bread behind this uh situation. The separation, because uh, I guess the what the shave room posted a picture of them, and her, him, and her together. And she said, I married a narcissist who is a, and she put in all capital, complete liar and a cheat. And I'm finally ready to speak my truth. Stay tuned. Then she put hashtag gloves off. But, and this kind of goes back to what I was saying in our first segment, because of who she is and who he is, 
we automatically <laughs> just kind of took his side because the whole consensus throughout all these threads that you see about delicious and this guy's that she was gold digging and the gold has ran out. <laughs> so yeah. that's what I said. Sometimes we as people, we we inadvertently take sides without getting the full perspective. I'm not taking no side. I'm not taking no side because oh, I yeah. don't know what happened. You know, people behind closed doors. I just think that she reaching. I just sometimes it'd be like, damn, it's everybody. Like it's everybody else fault. I, I I don't know. Everybody doing yeah, something. She's not taking you. no. Yeah, she's not taking no accountability. Um, when you go back, when you think about her fucking flavor play. Oh no, that what you were about to say? <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. I'm oh, mad you put that visual in my head. I totally just lost my train of thought. Anytime I hear somebody uh, say nightcap, I'll be about to fucking throw up. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Like I know in this day and age, people people really don't marry for love anymore. They marry for money first, and then they fall in love. Um, especially like this is this is like a prime example of that she just seems like the the type of person that will go for the money and then try to try to learn to love the person and i just don't think it's working out in this situation because maybe maybe his money is you know not as hot as it was you know now you sound like the hotel as uh Broke niggas <laughs> around here. Who ain't smart? Why the broke? Why the broke man can't get no love? And listen, <laughs> all of y'all no. is broke. It's more broke niggas married than it is rich people. I'm just saying from looking. I don't. I don't know her person. Well, obviously, I don't know her personally. I'm just saying her history of the type of per- the way that her relationships have gone and how they ended. She she trying to get a bag. Yeah, she's just out to get the bags. So it's like she she goes. You know, everything is cool as long as the money is there or that person is hot in the media. But then when things start to simmer down, now all of a sudden you're finding all the faults that could have been there from the beginning, but you were okay with letting those, you know, slide because the bag was there. So I don't know. I hate to pass judgment on people. Y'all know that. I, I hate to pass judgment on people. But to me, she just seemed like, you know, she's not... Yeah, she's very shallow. I think you know. Well, she's. You know, oh, go ahead. This social media, this climate that we in with reality TV and all this stuff, it just got people just being different. Like people ain't the same like they used to be. It's very difficult to find people that are genuine and people that, who don't have an ulterior motive. Um. And I just feel like, true. I just feel like, you know, everything is a stepping stone to the next best thing. Right. Yep. And that's that's just the climate that we're in right now. But, um, you know, I hope, that kind of sucks. That sucks though. It is. That's that's shitty. Yeah, that's how the whole world is. It's like, let me see what I can do right now to get to the next level. You know that well. People been kind of doing that forever, though. Yeah, like, they've been doing it forever. Yeah. Yeah, they've been doing it forever. Yeah. It just hasn't been publicized, and I think that now it's so widespread. Everybody's eyes are wide open to it, so now it's like, 
oh, you know, like it's more visible. It's more, uh, it's more access, if that makes sense, you know? And I think because it is more visible, it just becomes like, it, it's just supposed to be acceptable. You know what I mean? Right. Do you do you think people are putting too much stock in social media and in in, in relationships? Absolutely. I've Absolutely. heard people get into arguments about not following each other, not liking pictures, and it's like, yeah, that's kind of lame. <laughs> I um, <laughs> I like saw a couple <laughs> weeks ago that they were reporting that they had split up because they had stopped following each other on Instagram. Right. And that's, that's the same thing that they did with Megan Good and her husband. Like they stopped following each other on Instagram or they hadn't had any pictures together on Instagram for a certain period of time. Right. And then they were saying that they must be split up or whatever. Is that, is that how we, is that the new breakup? Is that how you tell us why you break up in these new new years? You just unfollow them? <laughs> Childish. Is that, how, is that how it works now? I guess so. I don't even think you necessarily have to. I mean, I know people who are married who are not even Facebook friends or not even Instagram following mm-hmm. each other on Instagram. Right. I know I personally don't follow, you know, certain people or whatever, but um, I guess it's just whatever works for you. But like that shouldn't be a determinant factor on whether or not your relationship is solid or not, or if it's on shaky ground or if, you know, I don't know. People do put too much stock into Instagram, unfortunately. And I really feel like if you're not making money from Instagram or you're not making money from Facebook or whatever, then it shouldn't even be that deep. <laughs> but, but then, you know, we're, we're speaking from, we're speaking from an opinion of people who are not on that same level of social media um, status, I guess. Like we don't have millions of followers. So I, I guess do. to, to I a do. certain extent, to a certain oh excuse me <laughs> right, let me go check and see if you got that blue check next to your day but um Kanye. Yeah, coming. <laughs> Betty yeah. I know that's right speak it um but no I'm just saying maybe because you know they have so many followers there there's a certain expectation that they have to like their their image has to damn near be perfect so mm-hmm. I don't know I, I don't know it's it, Social media really complicates things more than what it needs to. You know, I, I don't know. That's I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because on Twitter, everybody, I guess is where she posted the announcement. Uh, everybody's going in and it, going in on her. Uh, said whatever she tried. They was like accusing her, trying to throw him under the bus. But they said everything backfired because now people are looking at her like she the gold digger. And calling him a sucker, and she saw a sucker and took a lick and all this. So I don't know. That's these young folks out here. So we're not gonna take a break on this. We're just gonna kind of transition. Uh, we know Mary J. Uh, recently dropped her uh, album. Uh, she was low self esteem anthem. Uh, nah, I ain't gonna call it the low self esteem anthem. Uh, <laughs> she dropped the album. Uh, she did the Super Bowl, and she got the Good Morning Gorgeous rotating on on the chart somewhere. What do you think about the move that Kendu played in his in his divorce? Even though it happened so long ago, and that put her in a bind. Do you think that was was he deserving of that money, or or was he gold digging on from a male perspective? I think he deserved whatever his fee was for. Being her manager. Right. And then that's it. Mm-hmm. 
but they said he was asking for like maybe three hundred thousand. Then he got knocked down to thirty. He was she like supposed to be like paying his child support, taking care of his kids, sir, sir. You doing too much? Well, yeah, that's that was part of the allegation. You know what? It's almost like um, Kevin Hunter when he was getting all that money from. Um, when he wins, and then he and then he don't want to get married. So he, I'm never getting married again. Yeah, you never get married again because if you do, your bag gonna stop, right? Like, right, right. <laughs> and then what kind of woman just be like, who would be okay with a, being with a man like that? Like you, he don't got his. I mean, I'm sure Kevin Hunter had his own coin because he, you know, right. He um, was able to quarter, so he had enough. You know what I'm saying? Where he didn't have to be greedy. I think it's just being greedy and kind of being a leech. Now, I can see, you know, they say, oh, if the women do it, y'all are for it. If the women do it, yeah, if the women have stopped their careers, which these men have gained careers off of being married to these women, um, if, you know, the women are not capable of making an income for themselves because they're bearing children and taking care of households and, you know, things like that, those are totally different things. Like, that's a totally different scenario than a man who is able-bodied, who I gave an employment opportunity to, to make millions of dollars, and now you still want to extort millions more dollars out of me? So you can be moving on to take care of your next wife and kids? Like, I don't don't get it. And that just got me thinking about my Abu Kelly Clarkson. (laughs) It always comes back to Kelly. That all comes back to Kelly. Man. I hope she get renewed for a new season, because she need it. My man's taking her through the ringer. She, she, but this is kind of what Mary J said. She had to go on tour to kind of pay this alimony, uh, and that's where a lot of the music was kind of stemming from. And I think she's paying like thirty thousand a month in spousal support now uh, to her ex Kendu. She pay, she paying a, a whole episode of Power to this <laughs> man every month. Like that is ridiculous. They don't have no children together. He's still no. Nah. He got his. He had a whole family before her. She helped to support. Now he now you know it's just such things being greedy. I just feel like. Do you so? I think going forward, because a lot, a lot of a lot of constructs are changing about what's male, what's female, what's a male toy, what's a female toy. How do you think divorces should be handled in the future? You bring you leave it what you came with, or should stuff be spelled out in a prenup, or? Men shouldn't be asking for no money. Boss up, get it on your own. I really think a prenup is necessary. Yeah. Even if you don't have nothing, I feel like you had a potential to get something. You might want to get that in writing. I mean, it don't hurt. I mean, I don't mean I, don't, I love you any less. It just means that I want to protect both of us so that even if we do have a, a breakup or whatever, we can both be able to leave and we know what the terms are as opposed to you know, being in a messy divorce situation, you know, I've seen people who are, you know, not rich or don't have millions of dollars have messy, really, really Mm. terrible, you know, breakup and divorces um, where they can't even be uh, in the same room with their kids, you know? So I think it's definitely necessary to have something spelled out beforehand. Yeah, it's Um, definitely hitching your pockets, boy. Because you got people at the plant who may have been retired and their spouses are still getting <laughs> money from that or something in those types yeah. of situations. And they're not. After you've been married for so long. Yeah. yeah. 
Nada, what's your thoughts on it? If I was like a, a celebrity or, you know, I'll just say rich. Yeah, I would want to protect my assets. But if we kind of had the, if we broke and we had dreams of where we want to go throughout our marriage or throughout our life, mm, I, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of the prenup. But, you know, different strokes for different folks. But, I, you know, like I said, if, if I was... A celebrity like Mary J. Blige going into a marriage, I definitely would have had a prenup. I would try to protect everything that I had going into that marriage. Uh, a perfect example of uh, that that scenario would be like uh, um, Taraji um, with mm-hmm. acrimony. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like they didn't have nothing. He finally, mm-hmm. you know, got something, and and he didn't have to. He wasn't entitled to give her millions of dollars or anything because they didn't have anything like that but he felt like he owed it to her because she had stuck by him and you know basically paid the bills you know did everything while he was trying to get his dream off the ground you would Mm -hmm. think that somebody and and really and it was her fault that they got a divorce it wasn't like you know he was out here cheating or beating her anything in the movie but I think that you know, sometimes you have good people out here who want to do the right thing and make sure people are taken care of, but money really makes people crazy. Yes. Lack of money and excessive amounts of money, of money. Yep. makes people crazy. It's weird. Yeah. I think in all cases, uh, a prenup should be established because what it does is give you the ability to outline assets and where they can go. So, Let's just say you don't have a, a condo in Vail, Colorado, and you don't have a Ferrari, but whatever you have, you may not necessarily want it to be split down the middle in a, in a divorce situation. So maybe you say, if this marriage doesn't work out or something happens to me, I would like this particular car to go to my our, our second child. So, and I think that's what people get such a bad connotation about divorce. It's about allocating certain assets. Maybe you have a family heirloom that in a divorce may be split down the middle, but the, the, because of the prenup, you can say, well, this uh, this particular family heirloom would not be included in such in thus said divorce. So you can kind of customize how you want to. It don't necessarily have to be, if I get rich, I keep what I got and you get what you get. It, it can, you can split it out and come to a compromise how you, how you want it. It's just that it'd be legally on paper that if something does go wrong or whatever, even in death, you know, mm-hmm. you, you have those things outlined and it's not, <laughs> you're not, scrambling at the last minute you're not you know you're not in this you're in a you're in a bind like nate and you got to call nate to come get you out because you didn't kind of handle this on the front end because they could have came up with an agreement that you would continue to manage me at 15 percent rate but you're not entitled to such and such such and such and he can say well if i pay if i'm if i take 20 percent of, of for managing you and i put that money that i take into us getting a mutual place to stay then i am titled they see might agree to that but those things have to be ironed out prior to yeah because he was manager divorce, at one time yeah. you try to sell your house that the kids live in now you got to uproot the kids sell yep. the house split that like, split that money buy that person out yeah so it, it's all those things definitely need to be outlined and updated so mm-hmm. it's a good uh, go ahead I, I have a friend that's actually going through that and their 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 divorce is going on i would say about two years at this point um because neither one of them want to back down from well i'm not gonna say neither one wants well yes neither one kind of wants to back down when it comes to the kids uh so there's and then 
there is a little bit of pettiness going on that you know like i really don't want to go like in full yeah. details but yeah. it's it's a lot of back extra and forth. steps that's being taken because they're playing off of words that the kids may have came home and said oh well that happened while you were at your other parents house hmm do you feel safe right hmm, maybe, yeah that's... maybe now maybe now we need to get you evaluated Listen, let me tell so you you know yeah, that's just... that's tacky behavior so in that type in that type of situation yes a prenup definitely needs yeah a prenup in those type of situations when you know it's going to be a nasty type thing like that um yeah it's definitely needed in a situation like that i feel like breakups or divorce or whatever in my 20s or early 30s probably would go a lot different than they would in my 40s because if i had my kids and we and we get a divorce at this age, I'd be like, you take these motherfuckers, I see them on the weekend. <laughs> God bless America. Where I could out. Like, I, I send you $14 a month for child support, whatever. You know, like, take your kids. Um, however, if I had been younger, I'd be like, not my babies, you can't have my babies. And then, then he'd be like, bitch, you can have both of these houses and keep the kids. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just a messy thing, I guess, you know. Uh, I hope Mary J, you know, make her some more coins with with Ghost Power Book too, and continue to you know make more money every season so she can get from up under however she got to pay him because that gets to be miserable. They probably make you don't ever want to get married or nothing else again. Yeah, that is, yeah, you didn't work so hard to get to a certain level to next to know shit is being siphoned away slowly but surely. Yeah, it, it can leave a bit of taste in your mouth. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, well it's been an interesting episode. Uh, yeah, it's been a pretty good episode. We got a chance to talk about celebrities and their relationships. So we're going to head on out. But before we do, make sure you follow us on Facebook and chime in because the question is, should people have prenups no matter how little or how less they, or I should say how little or more money they have? So definitely that'd be, probably be the question that pops up on Facebook. And before we close, my name is Ben and to my right, you got me, you got Nada. Um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. To my right, who we got? <laughs> it's your girl, and I'm out. All right, we'll see y'all next time. Follow the conversation on Facebook. Peace. Deuces. Peace.